Welcome back to Pop Topic. We're here to discuss all of the latest news for the middle of April for 2022. I'm your host, Quentin Phillipson, and to help break down, you know, the last month really of news since we've been so busy with the Oscars, Tristan, how are you doing? Doing great, man. Doing great. How are you doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty well. We haven't had an official Pop Topic episode in about a little over a month now because we've been so really? busy on the Oscar content, really. So, like, we technically had a Pop Topic episode when we broke down the Oscars, but it was just focused on the Oscars. That's it. Yeah. So, there was a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, I think we spent five minutes on the slap and then 30 minutes on how we don't like Amy Schumer telling jokes. So we really committed to the real topic of the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were really big on the uh, the big buzzy stories for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were clicking on it to hear us discuss uh, the Will Smith slap. You know, there's about a hundred other sources they could have found for that, but no exactly. one was talking about the stupid bits, and that's what we were there for. Actually, like a couple weeks since, I have been seeing more people talk about how terrible Amy Schumer was at the Oscars. Now that we're a few weeks out from the Oscars, yeah, we started that. Uh, we we were. I think that was up. Yeah, we got the ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this wasn't actually a story because I was trying to not do too many Oscar stuff. But now that we're on Amy Schumer quickly, I think the reason why this was trending on Amy Schumer's Not Funny is because she came out and told us that the Oscars wouldn't let her tell one of her jokes. Have you heard about this, Trist? Oh, I know the exact joke. <laughs> I, yeah, I absolutely have heard about it. It is mind-blowing to me that the Oscar, the joke is so bad, guys, that the Academy had to sit her down and say, you're, you're not telling this. Like, we're, we're not doing this. This is just an absolutely terrible joke. And she had the audacity to Tristan to then go in an interview and say, I can't believe they wouldn't let me tell it. I'm going to tell it anyways. I can't believe that you can go slap people on stage, but I couldn't say this joke. But you're not allowed to slap people on stage. He wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah. Right? Like, it wasn't like he had permission or he was allowed to do it. Yeah, it's not like the day before, like, when she told that joke, uh, Will Smith told everybody, you know, I'm going to go smack uh, Chris Rock tomorrow night. It's, it's not like they were like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that sounds good. Yeah, that makes sense. No, that no, sense. if he preemptively was going to do that, they would have said no. She preemptively was going to tell this terrible joke, and they said no. Sure, you could have done it, just like how he uh, slapped Chris Rock. You could have theoretically done it, Amy Schumer, but... She was uh, really bummed out that she wasn't able to tell, uh, really, uh, one of the stupidest jokes ever. I, I don't know how... They sat her down and said it was terrible. Please don't do it. And she decided to sit down and interview. She really thought this joke was her home run. She was really disappointed. I was surprised that she sat down, she sat down wrote the joke, and goes, yep, that's a good joke to read at the Oscars. That's what <laughs> I was surprised by. Yeah. Uh, and just to quickly say, uh, just to address the joke. So if, if Casey haven't heard it, it was, I believe, don't look up, more like don't look down the barrel of Alec Baldwin's shotgun. Yeah, which is a uh, real out there. Like, he wasn't even in the, the Don't Look Up movie. That's so what really I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. If he was in the movie, it would have at least kind of made sense. It makes no sense. It, it's it too... makes no sense. Like, the only relationship is that Don't Look Up is a movie nominated for Oscars and to that the Oscar ceremony. And then. Looking down the barrel of a gun is, I guess, like a saying, you know, looking, look, I guess, looking front, front way at a gun and getting shot, yeah. which Alec Baldwin did on a movie set. I guess that's the relationship. I, it's a very, it's a big jump from don't look up to don't look down the barrel of his gun. Um, yeah. and I don't think the joke would have landed at all. No. And no. I, I think the, whoever the, the intern at the Academy that told her, don't, don't, don't go say that joke, did her a massive favor. And then she decided to still just say the joke anyways. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If somebody told me a joke wasn't good enough to say on set, I don't know if I then would have sat down in an interview and complained about it. But, you know, I guess. Uh, if I wrote, like, a bad joke and someone's like, hey, that joke's not funny, but I thought the joke was pretty funny, um, I probably would still say that in an interview, assuming that joke had nothing. The reason why I wasn't allowed to read the joke out was because it was making fun of someone who got I think that's the real issue. It was just a lame joke. That's fine. You yeah, know, lame joke or lame joke. I love bad jokes. I think bad jokes are fantastic. <laughs> but when the bad joke is bad because it, it makes no sense and it's making fun of someone that got shot in a freak accident, that's a uh, probably a little worse. Yeah, and it's a very serious uh, just issue that happened with. Obviously, it was a terrible incident. I believe we discussed it on the podcast briefly. Oh, yeah, we was definitely did. Yeah, 
um yeah it was terrible and, and like it's only been like what five months since it happened like it, it's I, I, yeah. I i wouldn't even say i wouldn't even say three years is uh enough time like i you should never make that joke in the oscars about movie making and people and of course amy schumer would have really known this people were already mad about the way the Oscars handled uh, the in memoriam section right. right a lot of people felt it was distasteful and it was a little more positive and happy-go-lucky than a uh, in memoriam sections tend to be for the oscars and of course the woman who who got shot on set was featured in the in memoriam section so i feel like a uh, having this joke open up the oscar ceremony and an already very uh, highly talked about and a uh, twittered oscar ceremony probably wouldn't have helped it yeah but she did know people had issue with the memoriam before she had the interview. <laughs> like, it's true. You're right. Yeah. yeah. She did know people had issues with the memorial. Yeah. Before she came out and said the joke for the second time. No one would have ever known the joke if she just didn't say it. Yeah. She could have just not told it. Honestly, I, I think we said it on the Oscar breakdown. I thought Amy Schumer had some pretty decent jokes. I thought she was better than I thought she was going to be. Uh, she kind of, in my opinion, left on a high. She should have kept it that way. She was so yeah. close. Yeah, I, I think she was a uh, slightly better than most people were giving her credit for. And then, then we see what she was wanting to do. Like, oh, that I see it. Yeah, like, that's oh, why no one wanted her to host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's funny. Uh, yeah, she was good because they removed half of her material. Okay, that's good. Yeah, they they got the intern to write her lines for her. Yeah. On the topic of the Oscars, so we didn't talk a whole lot about the Will Smith slap, but there have been repercussions to it since we've had the discussion. Uh, me and you said yep. nothing should have happened. It was a fantastic TV moment. Chris Rock wasn't bothered by it. Let's just let bygones be bygones. But of I course, stand by that. Yeah, and I stand by too. But of course, you know, nobody could just let it go. Two of his films are now currently on hold. Uh, so they are not currently developing these films any further at the moment, and he has been banned from the Oscars for ten years. Yeah, I think that's probably a little, little extreme. Yeah, I would say the being banned from the Oscars for ten years, like that's not like that's fine. Who cares? Uh, it really, it's not a big deal because he can still be nominated for an Oscar. He can still win Oscars. He, he just not, he's just not allowed in. The theater when they present the oscar that's all which isn't like a huge deal as long as he can still be in contention for awards i don't know if he will want to now that he's already won he's he's I, I think he's good to go i don't think he needs another one or i don't think he wants another one but eh, like who cares he's not allowed in the theater for 10 years and not a huge deal makes the academy look like oh we actually did something better than removing the oscar that that was the only thing i didn't want so this is fine okay i would be significantly more mad uh, right. if they took away his oscar yeah, I would actually be pissed. Yeah, that's a totally different step they could have taken, and I'm glad they didn't. Uh, Will also resigned from being in the Academy. He was an Academy voter. He's not anymore. He was an Academy voter? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I thought I read that. Yeah, he, he resigned from the Academy. Realistically, he's probably going to get kicked off anyways. Right. Yeah, I think it's um, good that he took that step. I, I, th yeah, that's fine, too. Uh, the two I'm more of an issue with is that he has two of his movies on hold now. Like, I, I do we not want to see movies with Will Smith because he slapped Chris Rock? Like, that was a fantastic moment. Is that re really? Do people not, like, why are they holding his movies? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I, I don't know why. That, in fact, I think more people would be excited to watch the movies. So in the news and stuff now. And I don't think, I don't think anything he did was that bad to which he had to pull his movies out. You know what I mean? Like, he slapped a full-grown man on stage. And Chris Rock's not even angry about it. Like, if Chris Rock was, like, very upset or scarred from this, then maybe that's a little different. But he's okay with it. I, I don't know. Maybe that's just the way I look at it. But Yeah. And it does seem hypocritical from the Oscars, when there most definitely has been worse people than Will Smith to win Oscars. You know what I mean? After they've done horrendous things. Like, Roman Polanski won an Oscar in 2003, right? Like, nearly 30 years after he fled the U.S. for raping a 13-year-old child. And he still won an Oscar 30 years after he fled the U.S. for it. Like, it's crazy. Will Smith can't be attending the Oscar ceremony because he slapped the guy? Yeah. It, well, seems, it seems real out of place. Well, to be fair, the two movies being on hold have nothing to do with the Academy itself. It's with these. No, but him getting kicked out of the Oscars feels weird. Like, him not yeah. being allowed in attendance for ceremonies. When other people have won Oscars after raping 13-year-old girls. They've been awarded not an Academy Award when he's not allowed to attend the Academy Award for slapping somebody. I agree. I agree. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm not too annoyed at that because it could have been worse from what they've been playing around with. So It could have been worse, but it shouldn't have happened in the first place. 
Yeah. Him resigning from the Oscars makes sense. That 100% should have happened. He should yeah. no longer be a voting member of the Academy. I get that. But him being kicked out of the Oscar ceremonies for a decade, basically the rest of his acting career, most likely, right? I guess right. he's not that old. How old is he? Uh, not that no. old, but I, I don't know if he's ever going to want to be in the Academy Theater anymore. Like, after 10 know. years, like, is he still going to want to show up? I don't know. I, I, th- I think maybe he's got his Oscar. He's good to go. He doesn't really care. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but they're now holding Bad Boys for Tristan. They're, they're another big best. Now, this is where I riot. Yeah. This is where I get mad. No Bad Boys 4. Come on. How many times does he kill people in the Bad Boy movies? Yeah, they're holding Bad Boys 4 because he slapped a guy? Yeah. Action franchise. They hit people all the time. Yeah. I thought this was called Bad Boys for Life, not Bad Boys until Will Smith hits someone or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What happened to Bad Boys for Life? Yeah. Exactly. Does it sound like called life Bad movie? Boys? Do you get slap people? Come on. Uh, Homer Simpson at the All You Can Eat Buffet. It's All You Can Eat Until They yeah. Say So Buffet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This isn't for life. Yeah. Well, what's going on? This is the riot that I'm having here. Uh, yeah, I don't care about the rest I, of it. Yeah, I don't know how they're holding off. Bad Boys 4. Unblue. Bad Boys 4. So, yeah, that, that's the daily update on uh, Will Smith. Uh, you know, he won his Oscar. Uh, that's all that really matters. As long as we get to keep that, I guess. Um, another piece of news I don't know a whole lot about, but it has definitely been a bit of a story, and that is uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter, Tristan. Oh, yeah, or trying to at the very yeah. least as of now. Yeah, currently trying to. How much money is he putting out for, for Twitter? I think either 43 or 45 billion, something like that. Somewhere in between, around 43 to 45 billion, somewhere in that ballpark. I think it's something to do with like $53 a share, something like yeah. that he's offering. Can't Maybe I don't exactly know much about Twitter, but that seems like a fucking steal. I think Twitter should do it. Well... <laughs> I don't know how it works, to be honest with you. Yeah. He's always, I mean, millions of shareholders, right? So it's not like he just gives one individual, the man that owns Twitter, $45 billion, right? Because no single person owns that. So does every shareholder have to agree? I'm going to be honest. I don't know enough about buying large publicly owned companies outright uh, to really understand it. But it's all a fuck ton of money. And it seems, it seems like a possibility. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know much about it either. Um... I'm rooting for the best for Elon Musk. I think that'd be hilarious. I think it'd be pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Um, it would yeah. be really interesting though if he does own it, right? Obviously, he's buying it, claiming he wants to, you know, champion free speech and all that kind of stuff. It would be interesting to see how he would handle people who are very out, outspoken against Tesla and Elon Musk and that kind of stuff on the platform after he owns it. Is he going to uphold the free speech of which he claims to support and allow them to, you know, degrade and make fun of his companies on his platform? It is or will he put his foot down? I, I hope it'll be the first option, but I, uh, who knows? Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I hope it's the first option, but either way, it's, it's going to be a hilarious week when he eventually buys Twitter. It's, yeah. Yeah, no yeah, doubt about that. It's going to be interesting. I guess we, that's still unfolding. This just came out just yesterday or day before that because he bought 9% of Twitter. Um, for like three billion dollars a week or so ago, and he was trying to get on the board of directors. At first, he said, "Yeah, we'd like to on the board of directors," and then just two days ago, they came up and said, "Yeah, we decided not to add Elon Musk to the board of directors." And so then, the day after Elon Musk was started pushing this proposal to find Twitter as a whole, so why they changed their mind when they were going to let me on board of directors, and then they came out and said, "You know what? We changed our mind. Never really saying their mind. We have no idea what information came to light, which made them change their mind." Immediately after that, Elon Musk started saying, I'm going to buy out all of Twitter. So it's a lot of interesting things going on over there, Twitter and Elon Musk, and no one really knows exactly what's happening, I don't think, right now. It feels like a lot of it's still up in the air. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I don't think anyone knows how to handle this situation, which is what makes it fun. I think that's why it's trending, just the, the idea of one human being owning which Twitter. Which is a fuck ton of money. It's an absolute absurd amount of money. He goes, yeah, I'll just buy out this massively successful company just because I fucking can. Yeah. Not because I really need it or it fits into my plan, but just because it kind of feels like a fun thing to do. And yeah. we're seeing what happens when one man has a lot of fuck you money. Yeah. 
<laughs> crazy, crazy. Um, and you know, another thing that uh, I want to briefly talk about, but we won't get into too much here. But it's the new film, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, just seeing seen it. Yet. Uh, yeah, you're seeing it tomorrow, I believe, right? Yes, I believe tomorrow or the next. I know within the next tomorrow and the day after, we're watching Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and Spider Man Two. I just don't know which one we're watching. Oh, oh no. I was like, there's another Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man. It's Sonic 2. That's it, Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah, you said Spider-Man. I was like, no. Spider-Man 2 Sonic in the theater, but okay, 2. Sonic 2. Which, I don't know about you, Tristan, but I've heard that's very fun, too. Yeah, I'm excited for both. I'm, I'm actually, excited. yeah, I haven't seen Sonic 2. I don't know if I'm going to see in the theater. I don't want to be that guy, you know, some grown man with a beard sitting with a bunch of kids to watch Sonic 2. You have the Look, excuse. I don't think you understand the demographic uh, of Sonic 2. <laughs> okay. It is... I guarantee you there are going to be more people in the theater with grown men with beards than kids. <laughs> in all fairness, it's based on a video game franchise yeah. from like the 80s. Yeah. Like, of who is the target demographic here? That's fair. That's uh, fair. Not that I'm a big Sonic fan. I grew up playing Sonic. Uh, but I am a grown man with a beard. So I guess, uh, yeah, that's the demographic I fall in. Yeah, that's why you're seeing it. Yeah, you're in the demographic. Exactly. Are you watching with the kids, though? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I think... I think I think the whole fam's going to yeah. go watch it. It's a little tough. Uh, I, maybe if I had a kid with me, I'd watch it. Uh, I'd still go watch it. I mean, I, I, but I'm the guy who went and watched Christopher Robin by myself. So yeah. That's a real movie for the kid. Yeah, I'll probably just wait. I don't know. I can't really... Ra- unless it's Pixar, I normally just wait till the kid movies are online. <laughs> I don't know. But I have heard Sonic 2 is very good. Uh, but I'm not, we won't get into anything for everything everywhere. Tristan's seeing it soon. I just want to point out, if you have not seen it, Please watch it. I, I think the film is one of the best theater experiences you can have. It's just, it's great with a crowd. It's just a fantastic time. And it's currently um, number one on Letterbox uh, for, for its score. It's a 4.6 still, which are about 100,000 views of the film. So check it out. It is, it's crazy. It's fun. It's everything a movie should be. I think that's what makes it exciting it really does feel like uh directors just got the ability to make a movie about loving film i think that's what makes it so exciting so i really liked it uh, i watched it with a few friends they all loved it so i might watch it again i, I never rewatch movies in theaters i might watch it again if i can get some more friends to go check it out uh, it's fun to watch with with some buddies so i just want to quickly point it out if you have not seen it go check it out we obviously we won't get into anything here because it's good to go in blind, and Tristan hasn't even seen it yet, but I, I just wanted to give a little shout-out, because I normally don't leave a theater getting pumped, and, you know, unless it's the Batman. That, that was another exception. A great oh. year so far. But uh, ne- next podcast, Tristan, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have... Yeah, you know, we'll do a review yeah, next podcast. Yeah, we'll do an sure. actual discussion here, but I want, since it's like the second week it's officially out worldwide, I wanted to at least... Get it while it's running. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. Because I don't think it'll be in theaters too, too long. It's not like Spider-Man or something where it's got yeah. long legs. I don't know. I actually think this one will have decent legs. Um, it won't make as much as Spider-Man does overall, of no, course. No, it'll no, have no. decent legs, I think. Only thing, word of mouth on this one's going to be so strong. And it's kind of one of those genres of movies where it's not like horror or action where it has massive opening weekends and then drops off real quick. Typically, dramas and these kind of movies do have longer legs. You know, because most people don't rush out and go watch an opening weekend because who really cares? Right? Yeah, and I know you haven't seen the trailer, Tristan, but famously a few months ago, we briefly talked about this movie because I saw the trailer and it was the best trailer of the year. Like, like this is a really good trailer, and I think that helps as well. I think anyone that watches the trailer goes, okay, maybe I should check this out. Like, this is really wacky. Yeah, I have never movie. seen the trailer. This one's a really easy one to stay away from spoilers and trailers and stuff because it's not like they blast this one and at every movie theater before we go watch a yeah. movie for the past six months that they have been. That's with. true. The Lost City trailers, I've saw that one so many freaking times, or Morbius trailer even, or any of the big action franchise trailers that are always playing their ads. These smaller movies are easier to stay away from, which I'm, I'm happy about. I know nothing about this movie. I know so little about it, so I'm very excited for watching it tomorrow night. Yeah. But speaking of great films, currently we have a great one out in theaters right now, but we'll have another one coming out soon, Tristan, because they announced the Spirit Halloween movie. Have you heard of this? No, but please tell me it has a Spirit Halloween theme song in it. 
What's the Spirit Halloween theme song? Is that just like you the don't story? know the Spirit Halloween theme song? Here, I'm sending it to you. You got, you got to know the Spirit Halloween theme song. Okay, all right. So they are making a movie with uh, Christopher Lloyd and Rachel Lee Curtis, I believe, are the three or are the two leads in it about just the Spirit Halloween stores. Oh, of course. I believe. They just announced it, and they've already filmed it. Like it was like a shadow movie. They they re, they made this bad boy without anybody knowing. It was probably dirt cheap to make. But uh, do we think this is going to be out this Halloween, Tristan? Probably. I feel like horror movies probably have a pretty quick turnaround time. I feel like it's not going to take years to make this movie, yeah. and they're for sure going to want to out during October. That's the only month when Spirit Halloweens are out. Also, so I have a feeling that will be coming out this October. I don't think they're going to announce it now and not release it until next October. Right, that right. really. And it has to come out around October. Why would you have it out when Spirit Halloween stores aren't even around? <laughs> did Spirit Halloween sponsor this? Like, did they tell them to make a movie about them? I don't know. Um, but after this guy made the theme song for Spirit Halloween, I believe they did sponsor him to make two more. He has three now, and I think he made the first one just because he loves Spirit Halloween. Because who doesn't? And then I think they, I'm pretty sure they reached out and contacted him for a couple more. It, Spirit Halloween seems like a fun company. They seem like a real, a real goofy, goofy business model over there. It's a crazy business model. They literally just take up empty stores that are out of business and just pop yeah. in during Halloween. That is fantastic. It's really the smartest way to do it because they don't have to pay for a building. Yeah, and that's what the Spirit year. Halloween theme song's about. It's by this guy named Nick, Nick Lutzo. He makes music on YouTube. And a, uh, the Spirit Halloween thumb song talks about how Amazon's destroyed all these other big box stores, except for Spirit. Sorry, except for Spirit Halloween. Spirit Halloween's crushing it because of all these empty buildings. They're loving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really thriving off the new Amazon setup. Yeah, twenty twenty two is the year of Spirit Halloween. I hope so. Yeah, they they only get stronger every year because there's more and more stores out of business. Yeah, absolutely. They they grow more powerful through this pandemic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Spirit Halloween, you know, it's a crazy concept that I think everyone thought was, what, when, when did it start? It's relatively... It feels like a 90s thing, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but the fact that, really, I think every year we, we everyone thinks, oh, they'll eventually run out, but they still keep kicking her. They, 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 they pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, which really, you know, really goes with the Spirit Halloween. They, they always just pop up, it's like a ghost. Yeah. Speaking of ghosts, I think that's why uh, I think that's why Christopher Lloyd's there. Probably yeah, he's still kicking it. Who who would have thought he's still act, he's still acting? Pitch me the movie here, Tristan. Spirit Halloween. What is this movie going to be about? Uh, I hope it's about a small business owner struggling to keep her local mom and pop shop store open during the COVID pandemic and all the craziness going on in the world. She's forced to close her store down. When she was offered by a mysterious businessman to transform her shop into a small Halloween store uh, for the month of November and October, you know, strapped by cash and needed to make a decision. She does it. But then things in, the, in the, this weird store called Spirit Halloween start coming to life at night. And then, of course, you know where it goes from there. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like Nate Museum style thing as well. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I think. A Nate Museum style action comedy with some spooky elements in it kind of like you know ghostbusters vein type you know horror level i guess you could say um i think it would be pretty well done yeah like ghostbusters or the goosebump movie like a horror slash comedy yeah something fun something goofy yeah that's what i think too Uh, spirit halloween that that'll be one of the books i'll watch that opening night in october i i think so i'm excited Instead of playing the movie at theaters, you can only go watch the movie that abandoned big retail stores. Oh, there you, you go. Go up here good, yeah. to the old Sears building, and then, you know, like a drive-in, they project it on the side of the building or something. That's a good idea. I, I, th- I think you're right. That's the way to play this. Yeah. Or if there are any theaters that, that closed because of the pandemic and they had to be closed, if you can play it in there, that'd also be awesome. Any, any old rundown theaters? Yeah, that's the way to. I'm yeah, assuming okay, it could close because of the pandemic. So. Yeah, in empty theaters due to COVID, you right. play Spirit of Halloween movie. That would and be. And now's the time cool. when they could do that. Like, there's not going to be any more empty and abandoned theaters 
now than there ever will be, right? Because either they're A, going to open back up, or B, just be renovated into something else. Yeah. But right now, we have theaters that are closed from the pandemic, but not have done anything since then. So now, now is really the only time in history they could probably pull this off. That's true. It feels like it's not just a coincidence that they're making a Spirit Halloween movie the year there's tons, there's a bountiful of empty theaters right now. And the year after, they just had a, a Spirit Halloween theme song. I think Spirit Halloween's been playing this for a while, man. Yeah, this is... Maybe they're behind the pandemic. <laughs> they started COVID. You know, that is a thing of Halloween. It all makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, I think we're all... Yeah, I think we're catching on to them. Spirit Halloween. There's more than meets the eyes. Yeah, we're, we're big Spirit Halloween fans over here at Pop Topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pop Topic. I believe we're famously pro-Nick Cage and pro-Spirit Halloween now. I think so, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll start making a list here of all the things uh, we we're here to defend. We're very anti uh, yeah, Emily in Paris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw Emily in Paris, yeah. Fuck, I, fuck that bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck her. Yeah, speaking of Nick Cage, uh, the new Nick Cage movie is coming out next week, I believe. I am very excited for it. Yeah, it looks very fun. Looks like my kind of movie. All the movies that I seem to be most excited for have come out with my first three or four months of the year here. The new Batman, Start the strong. new Nick Cage movie. Everything I want is already coming out, man. Yeah, it's been a strong start. Something that's interesting, is comedy's back? I feel like comedies have been dead, but we have everything everywhere all at once. We have The Lost City. We have the new Nick Cage movie. Is like the comedy genre kind of making a return in theaters? Because it was... I mean, I think the thing is we've always had comedies, but these are the kind of comedies, and I haven't seen everything everywhere all at once. I have seen The Lost City. And these are the kind of comedies I feel like we have been getting, the action comedies or, like, the, the, the more thought-provoking comedies. I think when people say comedies are dead, I'm not getting into the stupid, mindless hangovers or, you know, those sort of just ridiculous comedies were the Millers. The ones that are just straight comedy. They're not trying to be anything else but a comedy. They're not trying to be action-packed. They're not trying to tell an adventure or make a point or tell a story. or But they're just trying to be straight comedies. And that's the kind of comedies we're not it kind of feels like we're in this era now where a comedy director, you have to have something else going on with the movie. It can't just be fun. Right. But I, I think it's still making somewhat of a, ter- of a return. Jackass 4 is still, I believe, in the top 20 highest rated films of That's 2022 true. at the moment. Like it's a Jackass four, is a straight comedy. Yeah, sure. it's a 4.0 right now. Like it's really highly rated. Like people are just craving classic comedies. And I, I haven't seen... We- extreme weight of massive talent or whatever the nick cage movie is called but that looks like a straight comedy as well that's true that one seems a lot more like a straight comedy for sure and i think what we are moving away and i'm very happy with this is we're moving away from the type of comedies that we got the past 10 years really like the marvel comedies the guardians of the galaxy being considered a comedy movie those kind of ones where it's all just one-liners where the entire basis of comedy in the movies is just quippy one-liners it's not really a comedy movie. It's just a regular action or superhero movie or whatever. But then they shoehorn all these stupid, quippy one-liners in there to consider it a comedy movie so it can still be funny. And I'm not saying those movies aren't funny or the one-liners can't be funny, but that's not a real comedy movie. Right. Shoehorning stupid one-liners after any time anything serious or big happens in a movie doesn't really make it funny. It doesn't make it a full comedy by any means. Yeah, that, that's not the comedies that people who like comedies are looking for. Whereas, you know, The Lost City, everything ever all at once jackass for for sure movies that 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 do put a lot more effort into their comedic comedic quips i guess more so than just shitty one line that you should warn in after at the end of trailers and whatnot yeah i agree the last 10 years the comedies seem to just be oh well star wars has some funny lines the marvels have some funny lines it's really just like oh these movies have some fun one-liners you can point to but i agree it's not a comedy it's just because it has a joke or two it doesn't make it a comedy i believe i asked somebody i think i made the comment to somebody in the office one day saying that there's really no good comedies of the last 10 years except for we're the millers and then they replied with the last 10 years anymore that's 2011 was it not uh we're the millers i think that's still roughly here i'll get the actual date here it might be 20 and you know i'm thinking now it was 2013 uh 2013 yeah yeah you killed it yeah um, yeah, so I feel I said the only good comedy that they've had in the last 10 years is We're the Millers because, you know, I'm a I'm a sucker for that movie. And then somebody went, 
Oh, well, Guardians of the Galaxy is a great comedy. And <laughs> like, look, look, I like Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. I do, but it's I like not, it too. It's not, when I say I want a comedy movie, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. But that being said, though, and I've made, had this discussion with you before, Quentin, I don't mean I want to watch Jojo Rabbit either. All right, and I, I don't believe that's really a comedy either. I love no, I that agree. movie also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, and... but I, when I say there's no good ten comedies in the past ten years, I don't consider that as a great comedy. It's, right. It's no, I agree. Movie. And when somebody says, "Oh, do you want to watch a comedy?" I don't think of Jojo Rabbit, but when I'm watching it, I think it's a hilarious movie. But I agree it with you. Similar, has funny parts yeah, too. yeah, similar to Guardians of the Galaxy. Just because it has funny moments doesn't make it a comedy. Like clearly, exactly. Jojo Rabbit is mostly here to tell a story, and I agree with you. And I, I, I call it a good comedy. But when I think of just pure comedy, I think of We're the Millers. I think of The Hangover. I think of Airplane. Holy yeah. Grail. And I don't. Yeah, can't tell stories, right? There's right. lots of great comedies that tell stories. You know, Breakfast Club, Super Bad. These are hilarious fucking movies, but they also have characters and stories and whatnot going on too. Jojo Rabbit, you know, a little more of an actual. It does have funny parts to it for sure, but I never really consider it a laugh out loud comedy, just mostly due to the seriousness of the movie. Right. And I think a good way to define a comedy is is the comedy first, or is it like a secondary exactly. storytelling device? Because Jojo exactly. Rabbit is a i do think it is hilarious but it the primary point of jojo rabbit isn't to make jokes it's to tell a story super bad which also has a great story its primary focus is to tell good jokes absolutely yeah so 100%. i think that yeah i think that's the difference like everything everywhere all at once uh i think it's a hilarious movie but i would not call it a pure comedy like i would call no. jackass for i haven't seen it yet. i'm just assuming from what i've heard about it right um, it, it's not just a comedy. And it right. doesn't need to be. Not every movie has to be a comedy. No, and, and to be fair, it's probably the funniest film I've seen in the last three years. Like, I think, I think the movie's hilarious, but I would not, wow. yeah, I wouldn't call it a straightforward comedy. Which is fine. Uh, and, and to be fair, it's, it plays into the comedy aspect of it. It's def- I would definitely say it's, like, a, I would definitely say it's comedic, but yeah, I wouldn't, <laughs> if I wouldn't classify it as my, a comedy. My least favorite um, effect, I guess you can say, from the Marvel effect, you know, how Marvel's been impacting all the movies, how it does really seem like now, rather than getting comedies and movies that are meant to make you laugh, movies that are supposed to make you laugh, funny, where it feels like now people assume every single movie, whether it's a drama or an action or a historical movie, has to have jokes in it. It has to be funny. A movie can't not be funny anymore. You know what I mean? Every movie has to at least be somewhat funny. And whenever a movie comes out that has no jokes, no humor, you keep seeing people critique going, I didn't laugh once in this movie. This movie is so boring and, and humorless and soulless. But not every movie has to be funny. And movies can also just be funny and not be anything else. And that's totally fine as well. Whereas now it seems like movies have to be funny and something else. But they for sure have to be at least a little. But they can't just be funny. Yeah, like the common criticism I've seen for the Batman is exactly. it's not very funny. It's boring. I've seen that for Dune as well, right? There's no humor right. in it. Yeah, and also the Batman most definitely has humor. In it, oh, no, the Batman's. I think the Batman has some hilarious moments, but it's yeah, more absolutely. so. It's very clever moments, right? Like the thumb drive. That's hilarious. That's very comicky. Yeah, but it's absolutely. not a zinger, right? It's not like someone said, "Oh, thumb drive." I guess that's what they mean by thumb. Like you know, that yeah. that would be the joke they would say in a Marvel movie, but they don't make the quip. They just have the moment there for us to laugh at it. It's just its own kind of comedy, but. Yeah, the modern blockbuster is so reliant on the quip, right? Like it the, has to have the quip. Yeah, Marvel mastered quip, it, uh, and now every blockbuster seems to rely on it. Like the new Jurassic World movies do it. I think name any popular franchise nowadays. They they they, they have the quip. It, it's the kind of the traditional way of having a blockbuster now. And so when a movie doesn't have it, like Dune, it feels vastly different. And to some of us, that's great. And to other people, you know, they they are so familiar with the quip it's the only way they can enjoy a movie now that it's it's drastic for them yeah yeah uh speaking of you know a movie maybe not having any quip i don't know if you've seen this trista i sure haven't uh the new morbius movie no i haven't yeah i have any interest in seeing it honestly i i, I think i have more interest in seeing it now that i yeah, this thing seems like a total I knew this movie was going to be awful from the moment I heard about it. Like, this movie sounds like garbage. And then they kept delaying it, and, and like, it kept having more and more problems in post-production. And pandemic hit, so they delayed it even more. And this movie seemed like a train wreck from start to finish. It looks and sounds awful. Um, I, it seems horrendous, and I'm very intrigued. 
I'm with you, Trist. I, I actually agree. Maybe that's why we shouldn't do ranked podcasts anymore, just the two of us, because we're always on the same page about everything. We agree a little too much here. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we, we need more diversity here, because I agree with you. I had no interest in Morbius at all. Uh, I, this was my least anticipated film of the year. And now that it is considered to be so god-awful that it is just, it, it, people say it's the worst comic book movie ever made. P- people are shitting on this so hard. And now, now I'm a little interested. Now, now I'm like, okay, now I want to see how bad this is. And so it is funny that now my interest is peaked that I know it's as even worse than I thought. Yeah, it's supposed to be awful. Yeah. And I, I didn't think it was going to be good to begin with. I feel, I feel, I do feel like it's going to be not so bad it's good. It's just going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, that's the vibe I get. It doesn't that's seem like really, it's... I feel a lot of people basically tweet that exact tweet going, people are going to watch this Morbius movie thinking it's so bad it's good, but it's just bad. And I'm like, I can see that. I think it's going to take itself very seriously. This looks like a movie that's taking itself super serious. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, it'll still have the quippy one-liner. They just don't like <laughs> Yeah, it just looks dreadful. It doesn't look that enjoyable. I'm definitely not going to see it until, you know, I can watch it at home. Because I'm not paying, I'm not driving all the way out there to watch Morbius. I'm sorry that that's. I would rather watch everything everywhere all at once a second time than watch Morbius. But maybe that's just me. The, yeah, the movie doesn't look great, but it does bring up a question that I it kind of occurred to me with this buzz about Morbius. It just occurred to me now. But is this kind of like the way we're looking at superhero movies now? Because it's either. Let's look at the last three superhero films, all right? Eternals yeah. got the rep as worst comic book movie ever. Spider-Man then got the rap, best comic book movie ever. Morbius is now getting worst comic book movie ever. Like, like, there's never a moment now where we can go. But you fine. forgot about a, a comic book movie in there, Quentin. What? Batman. Yeah, the bat. Yeah, the, that's true. That's true. I was just thinking of Marvel content, but you're right. But Batman was definitely also got what Spider-Man got. Yeah. It's no, no, you're right. Movie. Yeah, Batman also got the best comic book movie ever like it's really the last four movies including the batman have gotten this wrap up either being the best of all time or the worst of all time but that's just what all movies get now either it's the greatest movie and you have to love it and everyone loves it um until it becomes now it's cool to not like it because everyone likes it too much and you got to be cooler than that or everybody hates it and everyone absolutely hates it and it sucks because it's the worst movie to ever made but then you got to be cool and kind of like it because you want to be different than everybody and not fit in. So that's why there are the Morbius stands, which you most definitely see out there. People who think Morbius is really great. But they just want to use that for a personality trait, because they don't have any. Right. But even, like, a year ago, like, Black Widow wasn't good. But, like, nobody yeah. came out and said, oh, worst comic book movie of all time. Like, that wasn't really a thing. I know that... Yeah, but that's a Marvel movie. And I know the argument, but so was Eternals. But... Black Widow is very much a Marvel movie. Yeah, it has every Marvel, single yeah. checkbox of the Marvel checklist. You know, the pre-established character, the clippy one-liners, made the same change style of all the other Marvel movies. Um, I can't remember who the director for that movie was. Was it an established Marvel director? Do you know? No. I feel like it probably was. Wasn't? No. We don't know. Well, well, that's always been Marvel's thing. Marvel famously gets a new director every time because then they don't have to pay them that much money. And then they just follow the same formula anyway. So like, they don't need it. Like the director's just there was to it sit a new in the chair. Every time? Okay. I don't know if it's a new director or not. Uh, it's but a new, with yeah. it very clearly was they got Chloe Zhao. They didn't just get some random director to do it, right? They got a director who's just coming off of a best picture win. All the entire new cast, an entire new group of superheroes that most people don't know or ever heard of before. Taking a very different approach, way less green screens, way more on set. Um, you know, shooting still with the quippy one liners, but most definitely less quippy one. Mm-hmm. Um, longer, slower pacing, longer runtime, that kind of stuff. That it most of it was different than most other Marvel movies, and I feel like why people hated it. I think what we saw there was the audience just hating Marvel doing anything slightly different than what they expected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And with Morbius, I think we just got a really shitty. Movie. Right. Not that I've seen it yet. Right, exactly. But yeah, it is funny to me that the last four really have had this greatest of all time or the worst of all time. But yeah, maybe that's just the, the culture of how we watch movies now. It's got to be the best or it's got to be is. the worst. It has to be the absolute best or the absolute worst. And you better have the right opinion about it. <laughs> but even, yeah. Now maybe just anytime Marvel has a bad movie, people just go, eh... It's the MCU. We, we like the formula. It's fine. Because, like, Black Widow didn't have any any negativity. It was just fine. Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
it's fine. Like, there was really no actual outbreak except for Eternals and then I guess Captain Marvel. I don't even know why that had the hate it had when compared to Black Widow or Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, I, I do think it's worse than those two, but the fact that, like, that was deemed so terrible compared to the rest, it, it is strange because for the most part, yeah, uh, in the past, MCU has just been fine. It's good. We liked it. Yeah. Uh, but lately, aside from Captain Marvel, I think as of late, we finally are really getting this trend of it has to be the worst or it has to be the best. It's just interesting because I'm calling it now the new Doctor Strange movie is going to be called the best superhero movie of all time now. Guaranteed. I call it right now also, though, Wakanda Forever is going to be the worst superhero movie of all time. Yeah. I mean, disappointment compared to the original. And I, I'm telling you right now, I tell you, it's probably a perfectly fine movie. It's probably going to be perfectly okay. Yeah. Man, you stole my thunder. Yeah, that was going to be my next call, too. I, th- I think the, the, the new Black Panther is going to be the next one where they go, yeah. oh, worst of all time. They're going to absolutely crap on it, no matter how good or bad it is. Yeah, they drop the ball. Or, or I guess, if they do a really good job at just, like, oozing the Chadwick Boseman love, uh, then maybe it'll be considered the best of all time. But there really is no in-between. It's either the best or the worst. Uh, that's for sure. There's no I'm doubt. really interested in how a, a DC Super Pets is going to play into this. Will that be the best or worst problem? <laughs> the yeah. Yeah, yeah, DC is interesting. I don't know what they're doing. Well, DC is really easy. Did Zack Snyder make the movie? Yes or no? Then it, Yes, it doesn't matter how good or bad it is. It's the best superhero movie ever made. No, doesn't matter how good or bad it is. Zack Snyder would have made a way better one than that one. That's how you can judge a DC movie if it's good or bad. Or <laughs> Are there people that saw the Batman and said, man, if Snyder did this, it would have been better? Are uh, there are people who saw the Batman and goes, I really wish we got a Ben Affleck. Oh my gosh. Yes. Right. Okay. Well. No, absolutely. There, there's a crap ton of people who said And I don't get it. I don't get it at all. They're not saying it would have, like, they're not saying that they shouldn't have made this Robert Patterson one. They're just saying that they should the Ben Affleck one because it'd be even better. I'm very interested in the Flash, by the way. I, I I'm very intrigued, especially now that they pushed it back. And uh, well, with Earth Miller and all the all the stuff's going on with Earth Miller right now. Yeah, I was about to say with Earth. all the stuff going on with him. Like uh, this movie, I don't I don't know. Will it ever be? Will it ever release? Who knows? It will for sure release. Um, will it be good or not? No idea. Actually, I have an idea. Probably won't. But that's- I hope it is though. I love Batman. I like they're both in it. It seems like it could be a cool movie, but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, Hayden, our brother was saying that they're bringing in the TV actor, the guy that played the Flash on the TV show, The Flash, to, to reprise his role. Have you heard that at all in the movie? Yeah. No, no, it's just speculation on who the new Flash is going to be. There's been no confirmation from what, no what confirmation. I've seen. What I've seen, I, you know, I'm, I don't really follow the Flash updates, but from what I've yeah. heard. People are just. Also, I think Flash is a cool character and all, but I never liked Thurston Miller playing him, so I'm very happy they're going to. Yeah, honestly, I famously, uh, when we did the 2022 ranking, uh, I famously said the uh, the Zack Snyder Justice League movie, easily the worst part is the Flash. I I thought he was terrible. So yeah, he was awful. The Justice League on that movie were so 50 50 on the casting. Like I think like Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot were fantastic casting for the role. I think Ben Affleck and Thurston Miller were, were were not very good at all. And I think a, um, his last name is Fisher. I can't remember his first name for Cyborg. I thought he was good. I liked him. I'll put him with uh, the good. Well, I say for the most part, it's good. I think the only miss was. Yeah, really you're right. Because I guess Jason Momoa is also good. The only yeah. ones that don't look good are Ben Affleck and Arsenal. And I don't really hate Ben Affleck as the Batman. I, I, just, I just don't really like this version of the Batman. But I think he's. I think Ben Affleck's a great actor. So I think he was fine. And even the guy yeah. that plays Flash, I don't even think. Well, I do think he's terrible, but like I'm not even really saying it's the actor's fault, because the Flash's script is what's so terrible. His his character is fucking. Brutal. I think it was also the actor though. I disagree. I think if we got a different actor in there. I, I think I don't know about the script, maybe specifically for the Justice League, a Zack Snyder Justice League movie. Yeah, I just, can't quite remember it. It's just it's, so... I feel it's really tough to say if you had a different actor in there. Would it be better or worse based on the script? Yeah, I guess it couldn't really be any worse, to be fair. Like, I, I yeah, I, I didn't like this actor at all. I, I'm not paying it on the script. But, I'm like, really the quirky that. millennial who, like, is eating pizza, like, I don't know. I thought he was terrible. I didn't like uh, that character at all. But, you know, uh, with the movie Flash, uh, who knows? Who knows what's going on? I hope it's good. That's all I'll say. I have no idea. Um, I don't think there's any 
confirmation about having a new flash at the moment. I'm sure there will be. And I imagine if I was to make a guess, why not have the TV guy? But I haven't heard anything yet, at least. But, you know, uh, honestly, the... Uh, if you, who would you pick to play the Flash? Who do you think will crush it? Um, yeah, yeah. Who'd be a good Flash? It's got to be like a young guy, right? I mean, like the first one come to mind was Andrew Garfield for me. He would absolutely crush. Andrew Garfield would be good. Yeah, yeah. That that would not be a bad call. I uh, I'd be down for Andrew. Honestly, I just want more Andrew Garfield. I'm down for. I, I, I think that's what it comes down to. Though. I think I just want Andrew Garfield on my screen. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy to see Andrew Garfield in really anything. I just think he's that good of an actor. Like, I'm excited for whatever role he picks up. So, yeah, I'd be down for that. Sure, I'll, I'll go with Garfield. I was going to ask, Tristan, now that the Batman is done, right? We both loved yeah. it. It, it. What would be, like, your next, up, like, what's the big blockbuster of the year now? Now that the Batman's over and done, is there, like, a big blockbuster you're, like, excited for? Does the Nick Cage movie not count as a blockbuster? <laughs> I would not count that as a blockbuster. Well, that that's just disappointing. Uh, is Nope counted as a blockbuster? No. Oh, good question. If Nope counts, yeah, it's obviously Nope. Yeah, if Nope counts, then yeah. it's Nope. Yeah. Um, Ari Aster also has a new movie coming out this year. Bad for sure. Yeah, bad. That wouldn't be a blockbuster, though. No, not at all. But I'm excited for that one, too. I am, too. I, do you know who, uh, who's the lead in it? I was looking it up yesterday, but I can't. Who is it again? Joaquin Phoenix. Ooh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm yeah. very excited. Yeah, that, it, a Joaquin Phoenix-led Ari Aster film, it sounds fantastic. That sounds great. That yeah. sounds really great. Uh, also, another mm -hmm. thing, now that we're on the topic of Ari Aster and Nope, something that someone pointed out to me, uh, it was on Twitter, it was trending, and it was a really cool fact that really the three defined modern horror directors, uh, Robert Eggers, Jordan Peele, and Ari Aster, their first film was in 2016, 2017, and 2018. They were one year after the other. Then all three had their second film in 2019, and then all three are having their third film in 2022. Right. But my, Robert Eggers, The Northman isn't a uh, horror movie, is it? Well, his other two films have been horror. Uh, the other two were, yeah, yeah. The Witch, and what was this one after The Witch? And what was The Lighthouse. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's sort of horror, I guess, as well. Eh? Right. Yeah, it is more of like a psychological horror. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This uh, one yeah. seems more like a, an action film. Yeah, it seems more like action. Right. That is kind of cool that really like the three big names of the genre of the, you know, last five or so years. It's kind of cool oh, so that they all kind of... What are they calling it? Enlightened horror? I think that's the term they use in the new Scream movie, at least for it. Yeah, yeah. Just horror call, movies yeah. that are... Yeah, I would just call it artsy-fartsy horror. Yeah, it's really artsy farty horror. Yeah. But they're great. I, honestly, they're I They're pretty good. Yeah. I like them. I would say, you know, especially Peel and Aster. I, I dig yeah. their films. Yeah. Yeah, I really dig their stuff. Yeah. Uh, Robert Ingers, huge, yeah, I'm not even I, I think Robert Ingers has a lot of talent, so that's why I'm excited for his, you know, some of his upcoming stuff. But I um I wasn't a huge fan of the lighthouse. I felt he went a little he got a little too in his own head there, I feel yeah. like. A little too artsy fartsy. Yeah, yeah. The the witch and the and the lighthouse, I wouldn't say are my thing. You know, not every movie has to be my thing. I'm still going to check out every movie he makes because the one thing you can at least acknowledge is the the man is at least original. Like it is, he has his own thing. He does his own world. He's uh, very so, talented. You know, I'll always check it out. I'll never just skip one because I don't necessarily love his movies. They're still very fun. If we're going to count Nope as a blockbuster, that would probably be my go-to. Well, I thought I wouldn't count that as a blockbuster. I'm thinking Jurassic Park. Uh, the new Jurassic Park. Oh, the movie. new Jurassic World movie. Like, what else is there this year besides the rest of the superhero stuff in Jurassic Park? Oh, there's mm -hmm. a new Mission Impossible. Whatever to me. Top Gun. Top that's Gun. Whatever to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jurassic Park kind of seems like probably the big one. Buzz uh, Lightyear. I'm excited for Lightyear. Well, oh, I got one. What? Avatar 2. Yeah, I'm thinking Jurassic Park. Yeah. I, I guess I would say Avatar 2. I would even say I'm that excited. But oh, we're Jurassic Park, really? I am not excited for Jurassic World. I think it's going to be terrible. It, Here's what I... I don't know. This is the way I felt after the second Jurassic It very much felt to me like they had the first Jurassic World movie. And it was pretty high. Like and then they had an idea for another Jurassic World movie. But then they needed a movie to get there. And that was what the second movie was. 
And I feel like this this third movie here, I think is going to be out significantly better than the second. I don't know if that means it'll be good or not, but I think it's going to be a lot better than that. The second one very much did feel like they had the dinosaurs on an island, but they wanted them in the city. How do we get the dinosaurs from the island <laughs> to the city? And then they made up an entire movie to get it there. Oh, yeah, I don't know. You did not need a whole movie to get them. It to didn't. The no, that's why I didn't like the second one at all. I don't think the second one was very good, but they, 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 they didn't know how to get there. They just bullshitted their way. Yeah. yeah, in a month and a half, I'm doing a Jurassic Park ranking. Uh, so I don't want to get too much of the spoilers here, but fuck it. I'll just say it here. I think the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is arguably the worst blockbuster ever made. I fucking hate that movie. It's it's not good. It is. It, it very much does feel like there's two halves in the movie. You know, the volcano stuff and then like the dinosaur trade regime thing going on when they're buying and selling the dinos. Yeah. Um, and then, as always, and I hate it when movies do this, they depend on stupid decisions from the main character to move the plot along. So dumb. Right? You, you bank on the main characters making clearly bad decisions just so you can move the plot along rather than actually having the plot make sense or explain anything. And I really don't like that. And it's really frustrating. And the whole thing is, well, it's a child, so we can excuse it has been done over and over and over again. So just because they're kids, it still makes, makes it cheap and boring for plot sense, right? It didn't make sense why they would do that. Why would they do that? Well, they're a kid. And like this new dinosaur is a trained killer who is a absolute fighting machine, but he gets outrun by two kids running behind a skeleton. Like, what, what are you talking about? Literally, the entire movie is so dumbed down. Yeah, it is so bad that I have lost any excitement for this franchise. I, I hope it's good. And I love Sam Neill, and I love Jeff Goldblum, and I love Lauren Dern. I, I'm, and I'm going in with the lowest expectations ever. I'm ready for the worst blockbuster ever because uh, the one before it was the worst blockbuster ever. So I have literally the lowest expectations. I'm ready for trash. I will watch it opening week because, uh, you know, I like Jurassic World and uh, I liked the first one. I like the franchise. I'm a bit of a sucker that way. And, and I just like dinosaurs. And, yeah, and I do like dinosaurs. And it is like a theater movie, right? Like you got to be in the big screen to see dinosaurs on screen. Like, you know, I'm a sucker for it. I don't um, think I've ever seen any of them in theaters. Oh, really? I I've, I saw. Wait, I've seen the second. I've seen Fallen Kingdom in the drive-in. Okay. It. Yeah, I saw Fallen Kingdom in theaters opening night. Man, to tell you I was disappointed is an understatement. I was walking in ready for a follow-up to an exceptionally fun blockbuster, Jurassic World. It's just pure fun. It is so cartoonish and enjoyable that I loved it. And then to leave watching that dumpster fire. Oh, I couldn't believe it. It was so bad. So I'm, I, you know, lowest expectations. I hope it's good. I think it's gonna be the worst blockbuster of the year. Maybe except, I don't. Except for I don't. Morbius. Well, one, I think Morbius might be the worst blockbuster of the year. <laughs> or I think there's another movie that most people probably won't call a blockbuster, but it calls itself a blockbuster. I'm sure that we no one cares about. You don't care about, and that's the new Fantastic Beasts movie. It's already out, right? Like this is the opening weekend. Is it out? Is it out already? Yeah, this is opening weekend. Wait, for real? Yeah. Did anyone care? Did anyone watch it? Um, I, I haven't seen a single person talk about it on Twitter. I don't know, but I've they heard it, it's the highest rated of the three Fantastic Beast films on Letterboxd. That doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't mean anything because you know the other two are pretty low. But people have said that like it's cute. It's it's fine. They they said it's the best one. It's the most fun that they've had. It but does I, seem like it'll be the best one. Yeah. And uh, you know. I'm not excited for it, but I might see it in theaters because Andrea, my fiance, she just saw the Harry Potter films and loved it, and she really wants to see one in theaters because she thinks they're they're super fun and gorgeous looking. So I we might check it out next we week. Can, we we watch a good few of the original Harry Potters theaters. Oh yeah, in fact, I'd say we saw we saw most of them in theaters. I yeah, I would say um, I think I've seen from three to seven, and sorry, from three to eight in theaters. I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, I don't think we saw three. I didn't see. Okay. I have four, four and upper for sure for me. Okay. I thought I saw the third one, but I could be wrong. I vividly remember seeing the, the Dementors in the time sequence. I, I might be wrong. You know, it was pretty long ago. But yeah. I definitely seen, well, over half of them at least in theaters. I do think, like, the magic, the idea of magic stuff, all their spells are just whooshes of light. It's just blue or green light. That's all their magic spells ever are, are just whoosh, blue or green light or red. And then that's it. The, all, no matter what spell they're using, it's just whoosh, light from my wand. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like they, they, really, they really did the bare minimum with magic in those movies. 
Yeah, I agree. I think they could have done more with the actual magic from the ones because it it is just lights, and that is pretty, you know, uh, you know, kind of a dull way to show magic. Uh, but the first few films, the reason why it feels so magical is because the magic from the ones is like really not important. It's the magic of the world with like the, the floating world, candles yeah. and the creatures and. That's what makes it so great. So when Fantastic Beasts, even though it's called Fantastic Beasts, sure there's some cool creatures, but it's in like a mundane city and it's mostly just... 1950s London. Yeah, it's mostly like just magic shooting from the ones, which we just said is like the worst part of the magic in this world. So like the Fantastic Beasts, what a weird route they went. They should have stayed in the school, got a whole new group of students, uh, but they didn't. I agree. I think this third Fantastic Beasts movie, you know, it doesn't look great. I've heard it's better than the other two, uh, which, you know, is more than I am hoping for the Jurassic World movie. I, I just hope it's at least as fun as the first one. But I feel like the Fallen Kingdom was so serious and so fucking dull. And then, you know, I know you haven't seen the trailer, but it looks like it's taking itself very seriously again. And I, I just want the fun. I just, uh, Jurassic Park, I guess the original Yeah, Jurassic the second one took very seriously. With the ethics of killing dinosaurs yeah. and whether or not it's okay to keep dinosaurs in captivity and all this sort of great big grandiose moral debate about the ethics of dinosaurs and keeping dinosaurs. It was too, who cares? Yeah. All right. I want to see T-Rex eat people. All right. And then a Stegosaurus come out of nowhere and stab the T-Rex with his fucking horn. All right, I don't, I don't care about ethics. I just want to see dinosaurs. And to be fair, the original trilogy, especially the first film, yeah, it was about ethics. It was, a, it was more of a horror film and more of a, you know, about the ethics of killing dinosaurs or bringing them to life. Like, yeah, I guess people would probably say, it's oh, well. It's more about the ethics of yeah. bringing them back to life and cloning them and yeah. whether or not you but, should just leave them dead. But people are probably like, why do you guys want to see cartoon dinosaurs killing each other like fallen kingdoms more like the original film but no uh, it's not spielberg <laughs> like it was a fantastic story that is incredible fallen kingdom is just not so if you don't have the script if you don't have good writing then i'm saying just go for the fun kookiness of dinosaurs on earth like if you're not gonna have a good story then just make it fun Right? Like, this film doesn't have a good story, and it's not fun. It is the worst of both sides. So, you know, I'm not excited for it really at all, but I will watch it opening night, and I'm hoping I'll love it. I, I really do. I want to love it. Yeah, I think Avatar 2 would be my go to. I think it'll be fun. I hope so. Um, you know, Fallen Kingdom made me lose all hope in this franchise, but I'm hoping I'm wrong. Yeah, I'll probably go Avatar 2, and then maybe Black Adam. Gotta go with Dwayne the Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of all superhero movies, Black Adam, pretty excited. Yeah, it's the only superhero film I'm excited for this year. I'm kind of excited for Thor 4, just because I like Taika Waititi. I don't know. I, 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 I'm I getting a little burned out on Thor. I've seen him in, like, 20 movies already. I, yeah, like, I, I agree. I like, I like Taika Waititi, and uh, that's pretty much all that I'm banking on is... Well, and I, really I don't good. really like Thor Ragnarok. Oh, Thor so Ragnarok's amazing. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok is easily top five MCU movies. No, it's, it's a great film. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of riding off that success yeah. with my optimism for yeah. it. And, and I'm sure I'll like it. I have a lot of faith in that film. It probably will be a better film than Black Adam, but uh, I haven't seen Dwayne the Rock as a superhero yet, and that sounds pretty fun. Uh, I mean, he's a superhero in every movie. That's true. Yeah, he does have superhuman powers, pretty much anything he's in. Yeah, and he's always my hero. Yeah. So. And The Rock is out on the Fast and Furious movies, but we have Brie Larson officially in the cast. Uh, what, a, what a step up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think Brie Larson will be fine. Um, yeah. I'm assuming she's going to play a very different character than what Dwayne Johnson plays as, which is to be expected. They're very different actor and actresses. But I, uh, I don't know if she's really like a replacement for The Rock, but I think she'll be fine. It does feel weird, though, that it's supposed to be the last movie in the franchise. It just feels weird to be adding in more characters in the last movie in the franchise. Particularly now that we're knowing that Brie Larson's going to be in it, Jason Momoa's going to be in it. I mean, they're, they're adding in for the very last movie in the franchise, which just kind of feels weird. Justin, they're adding more characters so they can make spin-offs, like Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. I don't <laughs> know. I, I'm just surprised that we're getting new characters in the 10th installment in the franchise. It feels like all characters should be introduced by now. Yeah. Yeah, well... 
that would make a lot of sense, Tristan. But uh, th- there's one thing the Fast and Furious is. It's uh, not making sense. Yeah. yeah. No, no rules apply to that franchise. But, you know, I'm excited for uh, Fast 10, I guess. So, when's that yeah. coming out? Is that next year? Almost certainly, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's not this year. No. Yeah, if, if it was, that would have been my most anticipated of the year. That, that oh, is... well, obviously. <laughs> All right, uh, that's everything on my end. You got anything else on your interest? No, that's it, man. And have a great Easter, guys. Yeah, yeah, have a great Easter. Uh, watch everything everywhere all at once. And, uh, you know, if you really want to kill yourself, you can watch Morbius as well. Have a fantastic day.